how you going? Welcome to episode 11 of the Death by Internet podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Phoenix Trinidad. It is Saturday, the 31st of March. Uh, fuck. A lot of shit going on. Uh, it's been, it's been what, when's the last one? 19th of March. It's been about, oh, it's, it hasn't been that long. It's only been about... Uh, yeah, two weeks or whatever since the last one, but a lot of shit has happened. A lot of shit has happened in that um past two weeks um in the world and also in my in my world. Uh so a big thing, big thing that uh well it, with this podcast, a big thing was that I actually um I put it on I put it on Facebook. I put it <laughs> I put this I put this god awful thing that I do in my spare time where I talk to myself in a in a room. Uh, I, I put all that knowledge, I put the awareness of that out. I, I raise some awareness. Um, a lot of people, you know, a lot of people try to, they go the easy route and they, uh, they raise awareness for cancer and, uh, you know, uh, dying children and, uh, and, uh, diabetes and stuff. But I, I decided to go, I decided to put my, to put my efforts towards raising awareness of this podcast, which is, um, which makes me, you know, on the same level as, um the people that raise awareness for all those other things because you know it's not it's not about what you actually do it's just about raising awareness um and uh raise the awareness of of this podcast by putting it on facebook uh where i have you know all my family <laughs> and friends and stuff and acquaintances and random people that i've met in the past and now they know that this exists and it's uh it's super weird but um i've gotten some good feedback so thanks for that um you know if you're if you're listening to this for the first time um, this is, this is it, this is it, this is me, it's just me, uh, talking to myself in a room, talking about the podcast, basically, it's this weird sort of meta, eating itself in the ass sort of thing, so, um, but that, that was actually a big, uh, a big thing that I've been debating over in my head for a long time, whether or not to put this thing on Facebook, um, so, I've done it, it's out there now, you guys know I do it, fucking awesome, um, Yes, and then, uh, so, I did that, and then, uh, I did, uh, Raw Comedy, uh, so I got through the first, I think I talked about it on a couple of podcasts, uh, I got through the first heat, got into the prelim, uh, got through the prelim, and then went through to the state final, uh, in Victoria, which means, that means that I'm legit, I'm one of the funniest people in the state, so, go fuck yourselves, there you go, um, all those people that tell me I'm not funny, like, my best friends and stuff, go fuck yourselves. <laughs> I've got evidence now that I'm uh, I'm actually funny, and it's not just me that finds myself funny. Uh, which is pretty. I mean, it might still be me um, that only finds myself funny. I mean, who knows? I might be um, in a mental asylum somewhere talking to myself, and I'm just imagining all this um, fake computer gear in front of me and, uh, all the nice things that people say about me. That's uh, like, I wouldn't be surprised if that was all in my head anyway. Um, you know, but, uh, yeah, so I got through on that. Uh, I got through to the state final, didn't get through to the, uh, national, big national final, which, uh, yeah, I'm fine with. Um, I didn't really, I don't think I was supposed to get through to that, uh, the state final to begin with. Um, because, you know, there's just so many, fucking like melbourne i mean it, it is i'm very proud of the achievement uh but and because melbourne is uh, victoria is one of the you know is the best state for comedy in australia really um and the competition is way harder when it comes to you know 
uh, being funny, I guess. But and like the idea of a uh, uh, the idea of a comedy competition is really weird. Like a lot of people ask me, like, how do you even judge that? Like, is it per the loudness of the laughs or? Um, but I think it's just you know they have they have three judges in each heat. Um, they're usually comedians themselves or they're part of the people that run the Melbourne International Comedy Festival and uh, they decide and they decide and I think they do a pretty good job really um, and I'm not just saying that because they let me through to the Vic final which um, you know fair enough but uh, you know they, I think they do a good job they put on a really good show um, they get a good variety of acts which I think is important because you know you, like you can't have you know, like in my, in the Vic, the other night in the Vic final, there was, you know, there was everything. There was me, um, there was, uh, you know, a drag queen, bunch of lesbian acts, you know, uh, a guy in a wheelchair. There's a lot of good variety, you know, you need that diversity to, um, so you make sure you hit all the right notes and, uh, you know, hit that diversity quota, <laughs> which is, um, you know, I, I think, I think that's how I got through to the state finals. Uh, you need, you need at least one Asian bloke in there. Um, and I think I was the only, I think I was the only Asian on the bill. Um, oh no, there was, there was one, no, no, there was a couple of, um, Indian ladies. One of them, uh, Irvi Majumda, which is a good comedian that I've seen around the scene a lot. Go see her show at the Melbourne International Comedy Festival. And, uh, no, it was just a really, it was a really good night. I just, I really enjoyed it. I was just happy to be there. I think I was more nervous in the, before the prelim than I was actually before the state final. Cause the prelim had a bit, you know, there was a bit more, you know, you got to get through this part to get to the state final. And, um, in the state final, I, I just sort of, I conceded defeat probably as soon as I got through to it. Cause I looked at the list of people that were on it and I'm like, Oh shit, I'm not getting, I'm not getting through that national final, but I was just stoked to fucking be there. Cause I, I'd love, you know, it was a great opportunity to perform in front of, um, you know, the, a lot of, a big crowd, but easily the biggest crowd that I've ever performed in front of. Um, and not only that, also, you know, some, um, you know, biggish names in the comedy circuit. Um, you know, there was a, the, I think the judges were, uh, Reese Nicholson and, um, Geraldine Hickey and stuff. So, um, it was a really good opportunity to get to perform in front of them and in front of you lovely people. And it's, it's just a great night. I think it, like I had a couple of mates that, um, I had a lot of, I had a few people that came actually to support me, which is really nice. Thank you for doing that. And, um, they all said that it was a, you know, it was just a really good night. Everybody was, um, everyone killed it really. Everyone just had like a really good set. Um, I had a decent set. I, I, I don't think it was my best set. Um, I probably blew through my act in about it what felt like thirty seconds, but it actually turned out to be uh, about four and a half minutes. I've got the video of it. Uh, my mate um, videoed it for me, and uh, I haven't, I, I can't, I haven't looked watched it fully yet because it's still a bit weird. Um, but you know, I'll I'll get around to that uh, eventually. I just um, I just slapped the microphone there. Um, anyway, so. Um, and big congrats, big fucking shout out to Gavin Semple, little Gippsland boy. Um, you know, Gav's, Gav's, um, Gav's one of my mates. He's, he lives, he used to live in Bunyip. Now he's moved to Georgia. I probably shouldn't tell people on a podcast where he lives. Um, but, uh, you know, like I've, he was one of the first people that I really met in the, when I started doing comedy and, um, I met him at raw comedy last year, actually. And, uh, you know, he's, he's younger than me, but he fucking, he works hard, man. Like he goes to, he gig, gigs as much as he can. Um, and you know, he's really set his goals on this thing and he really wanted to get through the national final. So, um, very proud of him. Very good to have a representative of, uh, Gippsland in there because if you know anything about Gippsland, we, we need a bit more representation. Uh, 
because <laughs> uh, we don't have the best reputation, apparently. Um, but no, it's very good. Uh, very good. Go see Gavin's. If you, like, if you're in the Melbourne area or whatever, go see Gavin Semple's show. I'll be there on Friday. It's um, you know, he deserves it. He he works hard. And also Scout Scout Boxel. Uh, she killed it. I she like I I'm not gonna ruin her bit, but I the first time I saw her do it. Um, so she does like she's got a bit of um, it's a bit more it's a bit more performance comedy. Um, it's not just straight stand up, but it is it's fucking brilliant and i saw her do that at a open mic uh at mad dog um a couple probably a couple months ago now and i was literally crying with laughter um and then she came through the on the state final and just absolutely killed the room um she she was also on my prelim as well and just fucking just murdered i, I was laughing so hard and i was just so excited for everybody like we all just had we all just having a good time you know um and uh yeah so so thanks for coming out if you guys made it um you know, I had a couple of mates. We sold out the venue, which I, like, I'm such a fucking dickhead. Like, people were messaging me and stuff and be like, oh, should we get tickets and stuff at the door? And I'll be like, yeah, you'll be fine. Don't worry. Just uh, just get tickets at the door. You'll be right. Um, and then they <laughs> and then they sold out, um, which was really awesome. Also really scary. Um, and then so a couple, my mates, my little group of supportive comedy mates that were there, they've come to most of my, uh, the raw heats and the prelims and stuff. Uh, so they, they came out and then, uh, they didn't get tickets online. So they, you know, they were, they were kind of, uh, depressed about not being able to get in. Uh, and then they just walked in anyway, you fucking animals. <laughs> they just, uh, they just decided, you know what? Fuck it. We're here. We're getting in that room. And, uh, and that's what they did. And they're the, that's why I love them. You know, that's why they're, they're the type of people that you need in your life. You need people in your life that, uh, you know, that don't buy tickets to the thing that you're performing at, but they're going to show up anyway, regardless of uh, the barriers or the rules that you put in front of them. Uh, they're just going to walk in. So thanks for th- <laughs> thanks to you guys for uh, coming out that. And all right, I'm going to stop uh, kissing everybody's ass because, um, you know, that's not as funny uh, on a podcast and stuff. So um, I- I'll just... Uh, yeah, so just just thanks everyone for coming out. I've had I've had a fucking fantastic couple of weeks, and uh, you know, go see some fucking comedy shows. Go see Gavin's show. Go see. Uh, I'm gonna see a bunch of different people. I'm gonna. Go, I'll probably go see the Comedy Zone show. I'll probably go see. Uh, yeah, David McDonald. Uh, who else can I plug here? Um, fucking. I'll, I'll I'll do some more plugs at the end of the show, but uh, I can't really think at the moment. But um, yeah, it's the Melbourne Comedy Festival. It's fucking awesome. Everyone's just having a good time, getting some laughs, talking about shit, and it's just uh, it's just a great time. So go um support some comedians. All right. Um. So <laughs> what else is uh, fuck? I don't really have anything else to talk about really. Um. Uh. What? So what's going on? What's going on? Death by internet. I forgot that I um that I actually have stuff to talk about that isn't myself. Uh, biggest thing in the news at the moment, did Steve Smith, Steve Smith? Who's that? Oh, oh, that's the cricket dude. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I don't really fucking like, I'm so glad to have football back in my life. Cause other than that, I don't really have any other reason to watch TV, but I was, um, I was watching TV the other day when, uh, this bloke, this Steve Smith bloke, I don't really know. I don't really follow cricket. I'm like one of the guys, um, like the cricket is just one of those things that I've never been able to get into. Like, it's just, it's too white. It's too, <laughs> it's too white people, too white people-ish, you know? Like, I don't know, like I, I follow, I, I play golf and follow golf and shit. So that makes me a bit of a hypocrite, but like I draw the line of cricket, like at least in golf, you know, you got 
Tiger Woods or whatever. I, there's no, there's no like, um, there's no dope boys in fucking cricket. I mean, the, there's no, there's no black people to make it cool in cricket. There's, there's only, there's only white people and, uh, and Indians. <laughs> oh, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Um, yeah, so, so this is like, for some reason, this is the biggest fucking drama that Australia has ever seen. Um, if you don't know what's going on, and I don't know how you don't know what's going on, but probably because you don't follow cricket like me. But even me, someone that doesn't doesn't follow cricket, um, like I follow football a lot, um, so there's a lot of crossover with that. Like I'll try to, like, I was trying to watch like AFL 360 the other night, and they fuck, they're talking about cricket. This is not what I signed up for, Mark Robinson, you fuckhead. Like I like, I want to watch. If I turn on AFL 360, I want you to be talking about AFL. So that I can disagree with your opinion and yell at my TV. I don't want to be talking. I don't want to hear anything about cricket, you know. But uh, apparently, this uh, this scandal is big enough to cross over, uh, to have a big crossover event into into footy, which um, it's just fair enough, you know. It's pretty um, it's pretty fucked, isn't it? Like <laughs> I didn't realize. Like it just seems it just seems so poorly thought out that you would like, you know, you'd be. You're going to a you're going to play an international game, a test, whatever. I don't like see that's a thing that's why I don't follow cricket, because I don't understand what the fuck is happening with all these different tests and shit. Like what what's the t- is the test the actual thing or like are you is the test like a cause when you think of test you're thinking of like, you know, we're just we're just testing it out or like it's you know, an exam. Like I I don't understand what what a cricket test is. Am I the only one? Like, I don't understand. I don't even, I don't know the rules. All I know is that you meant to bowl, you meant to hit it, and you meant to catch it. Like, that's all I know about cricket. Um, you know, I, and some people wear hats, some people don't. Um, a lot of people, you know, point their fingers and uh, wear, put zinc on their nose. That's a, that's the most I know about cricket. Like, whenever people talk to me about cricket, I literally fall asleep. I have no idea what the fuck, why, why do you find this exciting? I do like the banter, though. That is the, there's a lot of good cricket shit posting. Um, but you know, I don't know what the shit posting is about, so I don't really get it. But I do, I do, I, I respect the camaraderie, you know, because that's what that's it's all it's all good male bonding, you know. But um, I don't really, yeah, I don't understand what the fuck is what what is a test? Some <laughs> I'm gonna get I'm gonna cop some shit for this, but you know, fuck, it, I don't know about the only thing I don't know about like I've I'm been I've been like on a uh, a masculinity exploration thing. Uh, where I was like trying to make my inventory of masculinity of like what I engage with and what I don't engage with when it comes to like being a modern man in the 21st century, whatever. And the th- like, I can't get into cricket. I can't get into cars. I don't know fuck all about cars. Uh, I think I discovered this on the first, I talked about this on the first podcast when I crashed my car and I had to go looking for a car. And I have no idea what I'm doing. Uh, so cricket, cars, um, hunting, you know, all that sort of shit. I have no idea what, it, like, I don't know about it, but you know, I'm into footy, you know, I've got some, I've got some man cred, fuck you. Um, <laughs> but I think, I think bow hunting would be cool. I reckon like a bit, a bit like I'm into fishing, but then again, like, I don't know if I could, um, I don't know. Like I've never, like I fired a hunting rifle at a shed well, I was meant to, like, so I was meant to, you know, I was meant to hit a target in some bloke's backyard. I ended up hitting the shed. I wasn't aiming for the shed. I, the shed was, like, five metres away from where I'm, I was aiming. Um, but somehow I hit the shed. Um, so that's my experience with guns and hunting. And that's, like, and that's fair enough. I don't, but, like, 
and I kind of want to get into it, but I don't know if I'd, I'd still don't know. I've never had the test, you know, I've never, I don't know if I could like line up the sight, aim it at like a deer's neck and then like pull the trigger. I don't know if I could do that yet. I saw a Louis Thoreau documentary on it and, uh, he wasn't able to do it. And I think I related to that. I don't think, I don't think I'm, I don't think I'm going to be able to actually do it. I do go fishing and I have killed fish before, but you know, that's they're fish. Like they don't have, like, it's, it's, you know, it's not relatable. they fish may as well be aliens. Like they have no business being in our lives apart from on our dinner plates. Like if you, <laughs> the ocean's too fucking weird to care really about it. That's why there's trash floating all around there. You know, who gives a fuck about squids? You know, I mean, like don't pollute, but my point is I can kill a fish. That's, that's the level, that's where my level of masculinity is at the moment. I don't know if I could go hunting. What the fuck am I talking about? What was I talking about before this? I was talking about cricket. Where, how did we get here? Anyway, so, I was, so, you know, yeah, I don't know. I I lost, I completely lost that train of thought of what I was uh, talking about. But this, so this Steve Smith thing, masculinity, cricket, blah, 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 like, we get, we're so fucking caught up in this for no reason whatsoever. And they're like immediately after the, like, it's just so much yelling online. What is everyone mad about? Like, I get that, you know, he's brought the game into disrepute, the Steve Smith and Bancroft and uh, Dave Warn, Warner, whatever. Like, I get that they've ruined our reputations. Now, it's these, I guess the Australian cricket team is going to be known as cheaters. And it was just so blatant too. Like, he had, he brought sandpaper onto the field. Like, it's, of course you're going to see that. There's fucking high-def cameras. You're in the middle of a, everybody's looking at you. How do you expect them to get away with that? And maybe, maybe they have gotten away with it in the past. And like, you know, it's like that thing where, it's like that thing with uh, killers. Like, you start to, you know, you get a little taste for it. Like, like maybe they got away with it in the start and then they start to get more daring, you know? Like, because of, um, like, when you're a serial killer, apparently, um, you know, you you start, and, and you, yeah, apparently the first murder is always, if it's not one out of like a passion, then it's like usually a really meticulously planned out thing, blah, blah, blah. And then like, as killers get more confident, serial killers get more confident, they start to take a few more risks. And that's how you get caught. That's how you get caught, Steve Smith. You start taking too many risks. You should, you, like, it's just paint it white. Just pretend it was, a, pretend the sandpaper was, uh, you know, uh, part of your stra- I don't know. I don't know what I'm talking about. Anyway, so, but the reaction to the fucking thing has been <laughs> unreal. Like, it's been amazing. I've watched it. Like, I, cause I don't give a fuck about cricket and I don't give a fuck about Australia's like international reputation when it comes to, you know, cricket or any of that sort of stuff. It's just been fun watching all the <laughs> angry people yelling at each other on Facebook. That's one of my favorite things. Um, like <laughs> the, like the amount of noise and then immediately after like you know there's people that are obviously you know they're upset they brought the game into disrepute uh and now and, and then the other day i was just watching like this uh, it must have been like a press conference or something where steve smith is just like just crying like a motherfucker in front of this whole room of like people and journos and stuff and like <laughs> and it's just funny like when like you know he like you know that the photographers in that room they were waiting for like, when he started crying, you know that like the photographers are like, all right, I'm going to, I have to get the right 
the most ugliest face <laughs> that he pulls in this situation because that's the one that's going to be on the cover of the Daily Mail. So as soon as he starts crying, you know, like, <laughs> you know that the photographers are waiting there. He's like, he pulls the ugliest fucking face and then all the camera flashes go off. It's fucking incredible. But like, you know, like that, it, we shouldn't be seeing that. We don't need to, we don't need to be seeing some dude fucking, uh, like, he cheated. Fair enough. You know, like who, who hasn't? Who hasn't? You're all perfect, are ya? Look at all the fucking Facebook statuses you used to post, you dickhead. Fucking everyone makes mistakes. Let him play. Fuck it, you know? But, like, I mean, no, don't let him play. Let him serve his punishment. But, you know, just, just fucking hold back on the memes, mate. Just, just relax. It's just cricket. It's just hitting a ball with a bit of wood, you know? It's not fucking, you know, he didn't fucking murder anyone. So just, just relax. He, um... But, like, kudos to, like, kudos to anyone that can, like, gets in that situation where you're getting that much shit talked about you, um, like me, like, I'm talking shit about them right now, I don't really, like, I, I have no idea, like, I, sh- I have no business commenting on cricket at all, but, like, the amount of anger that some people have for these people is just ridiculous, like, there's the same thing when, like, Lance Armstrong got caught, um, and, like, he, uh, this is, like, this is apparently our equivalent to Lance Armstrong, but at least, fucking, these guys, they, they cheated in a, in a normal, like, they weren't fucking performance-enhancing drugs or anything, which, you know, to be fair, I don't really, like, let him, let people take performance-enhancing drugs, that's why we watch sport, isn't it? You want to see the biggest hits, you want to see the, you know, people breaking records and shit, and that's why, you know, AFLW has, doesn't live up to the, you know, doesn't live up to the men's game as much. Like, you shouldn't compare them in the first place. But you're always going to get more viewers and stuff with the men's game because, you know, people just want to see people getting fucked up. That's why UFC is so big. And, like, you know, there's different divisions and stuff. But whatever. I I probably put my foot in my mouth just then a lot. Um, you know, I like AFL, <laughs> I like AFLW, I'm backtracking a lot right now, go listen to Sam Lane and Will Anderson's podcast, Willosophy, uh, they had a good, uh, they, they did a good podcast about AFLW, which I really liked, and I didn't mean to bring up AFLW, because now I'm scared of people shaming me online, because I, uh, said that AFLW doesn't live up to the men's game, which it doesn't, but also, please don't harass me on Twitter, <laughs> but, no, but that, that's the thing, like, that's the thing that, like, now you have to be so conscious of what you say and the shit that you do because, it, it, like, we are so happy to fucking shame people on Twitter and Facebook and shit. Like, we're so, and I'll admit, I do that all the time. Like, I, I think that's how I, that's how I spend a majority of my time is, uh, making people angry on Facebook. But that, <laughs> it's just, like, we're so, like, as a culture, we fucking need to fucking pull the reins back a little bit. Like, we're so happy. As soon as anybody does anything wrong, we're just like, oh, we're like a big pack of fucking cheaters on Wildebeest or whatever. I don't know. I don't watch enough David Attenborough documentaries. But, like, it's the same thing. Like, that. this is how, this is why Trump got elected as president, you know? Because, like, he he's a guy that will take that credit. Like, if you, the more you poking with a stick the more shit he's gonna do just to poke back and that like uh, and like i don't know what this has to do with anything but uh, jared carmichael had a brilliant bit about it in his last special he's like if if people were just just a little bit nicer to trump he wouldn't have gotten elected president and i'm ruining the bit 
or whatever, go watch that uh, special. I'm recommending a lot of shit on this podcast. But go watch that uh, special by Jerry Carmichael. He does it way better. Um, but yeah, if you're just not, if you're just nice to people, they're gonna be nice back. And then like you have guys like Steve Smith, and they fuck up tremendously. Like I've never seen. <laughs> and uh, you gotta admit, you you there's nothing more entertaining than watching somebody's fucking life fall apart. Uh, via social media. That's why all you weird cunts watch Married at First Sight, you know? You like, you su- fucking, you like vampires that just like suck on a bit of drama and just, mmm. Like, it's just, it's, it's just disgusting, you fucking animals. Um, yeah, but you know, I'm guilty of it too. But, <laughs> what the fuck am I talking about? But it's just amazing how much we just love to jump on people when they fuck up. And, you know, fair enough, some people deserve it. Like, the amount of, like, shit that Kevin Spacey has got, yeah, fair enough. Can't go around grabbing people's dicks. But at the same time, he did that, like, fucking years ago. But I don't know if, you know, he, he might have, he might, like, he might be a different person now. But, you know, he fucked up when he said, you know, oh, I, I did, I, I don't remember assaulting that kid, but uh, I'm gay. So, free pass, please. Um, Yeah, you know, that's, <laughs> that's my hot take on Kevin Spacey. Damn, the only the best hot takes in Death by Internet, but um, yeah, I just, I just like, I, I have a fear now of being um, being shamed on the internet. Like um, I'm, I'm starting to, re- I think I'm gonna read my next book that I want to read is this book called um, So You've Been Publicly Shamed. I can't remember who it's by, but it is just such a weird phenomenon that we've got on our um that we've got in our culture at the moment because like I, I believe in like second chances and stuff. Like, and people fuck up so much, and if you, like, like, if you, I'm not the same person that I was a year ago, I'm not the same person that I was fucking last week, you know, like, and, but if you fuck up publicly on the internet, people will just bring that, (laughs) bring that shit up, like, and the only way you can get around it is to just keep being more crazier than you were the last, like, if you look at Jim Carrey, like, he's done some weird shit in his past, um, but now he's just gone full blown, like, he's a painter now, I don't know what he's doing, he's just fucking nuts, but, you know, nobody ever talks about the weird shit that he did, where he, like, I don't, I think he helped kill his ex-girlfriend or something, but he, you know, fuck it, just be crazier, and you get around all that sort of shit, look at Charlie Sheen, he did all that crazy shit, and now he's, uh, wait, actually, probably a bad example, I haven't heard much from Charlie Sheen in the, uh, in the past a while, um, but yeah, like, it, we just have this weird sort of harassment culture at the moment, and, uh, I'm terrified of it, so that's why, I, which makes no sense as to why, like, I'm doing a podcast where I just say fucking the most dumbest shit, um, and put it out on the record, because, uh, here's my, <laughs> here's how I'm gonna get around it, is, uh, is I'm gonna put out so much horrific shit that when I do eventually fuck up in the future that's something worthy of a public shaming i'll just point back to this and be like hey you guys didn't care when i did all when i said all this when i killed stephen hawking you know i tried to get darren brown killed um you know where's the consistency mate um so yeah that's uh public shaming man say no (laughs) the fuck am i talking about but yeah yeah kudos to any guy kudos to fucking steve smith mate you i think you've, you've bit the bullet you fucked up, you know, you cried in front of the whole nation, 
which is like, and it was an ugly cry too, man. That was like, that was some horrific, that was uncomfortable to watch. Like I, I cry, um, really easily at stuff. And I know how like horrific it is to see like when people see you like catch you crying. Like <laughs> I li- like literally like a couple of weeks ago, I was crying at this movie, and Mum walks in the room, and I just I just died inside. I was like, oh god, this is. I'm gonna be thinking about this for the next couple of years. Um, and like he. And he did one of those. He did one of those cries too, where he was trying to get a sentence out. And it, the cry just sort of overtook him. He's like, I'm gonna, what go? <laughs> it's it's an ugly cry, man. There's no coming like there, there's no coming back from that. I mean, there is coming back from that, but like, I mean, if I was one of his mates, I'd be screenshotting the fuck out of that. And then when he when it all blows over, every now and then I'll just send I'd just send him that. I'll just text him that photo of him ugly crying in front of the nation because you're never gonna live that down. But you know, but to his credit. You know he's not going to live that down. So good on him. You, like you've you've taken it on the chin, mate. Um, I think I don't really know. I don't really follow cricket. I've I've just done twenty minutes on cricket. I don't even fucking follow the shit. Once this blows over, I'm never going to talk about cricket again. Um, but anyway, so that's uh that's what's been going on in Australia. <laughs> I think. Um, I'm I'm pretty uninformed. I'm just happy to fucking uh you know, just relax. Like the past couple of weeks with uh with raw comedy and stuff have been dreadful really uh i mean it's been also the best sort of time in my life but uh like comedy wise and career wise but then i've also been like flat out with work and stuff so i'm just you know it's it's the easter long weekend uh you know jesus got shoved in a cave so that we could you know take a couple of days off um and uh, i'm happy to do that i've slept in the past couple of days and it has been fucking phenomenal i'm doing this weird thing though where like I'm getting really angry at myself because like, at my body because I want to sleep in, but I need a pee in the mornings. And you know when you just you have that fucking fight with yourself where you want to sleep in and you try to like there's no there's no tricking your body into um not needing to pee when you need to pee. Um, so it's kind of been ruining my sleep ins. Um, so there you go. I've clearly run out of things to talk about. I don't know why I do a podcast that goes for so long. I've been trying to, um, I've been, I'm, I'm saving up. I'm probably going to get some, uh, podcast gear so that I can get a guest on finally. Um, I've got a couple of people lined up. I kind of missed the boat. I should have done it earlier because a lot of people would love to come on and, um, like plug their comedy, uh, festival shows, but I missed the boat on that. So I think what I'll do is I'll get some gear and then we'll do a couple of, uh, revision shows, like ask people how their shows went. Um, you know, and then, and, but they'll have nothing to plug. I don't know what I'm doing. Um, so yeah. Uh, so what else is going on? Um, in the, uh, I should probably talk about some internet stuff. Like this thing is called Death by Internet, um, which originally, if this is the first time listening to this, congratulations on getting this far. Um, usually, I try to talk about something to do with the internet or technology or something, but uh, I've I've got nothing. Uh, my my brain has been uh, you know has been fucked recently. Um, oh, there was that uh, thing where so the first. We've had the first pedestrian... Oh, it, it, this ties in. So we've had the first pedestrian death uh, via a self-driving car, which is fantastic. I mean, like, not fantastic, like, rest in peace to the lady that died, but it's fantastic to uh, that we get to talk about it now. <laughs> 
Yeah. So thank you, uh, lady that got killed in Arizona for making that sacrifice so that I have something to talk about on the podcast. Um, you know, I'm very grateful for that. And, uh, I'm sure your family would agree. Jesus Christ, I'm a fucking horrible human being, but it does, it does bring into a, a very interesting, uh, topic on like, it's just a great discussion now because we've had the first one, like, and a lot of people did take this as, you know, self-driving car, it's killed a pedestrian, um, you know, are they really that safe? But I think everybody sort of realizes that no, they're not, it's not going to be perfect. You're not, you're never not going to, you're not going to fucking not hit people, especially when people are just like walking around on their phones late at night, you know, they're not really looking where they're going. And to be fair, most people that drive don't look where they're going. Like most people that like literally everybody is always texting, including drivers and people on the roads. So really, you know, it's that definitely self-driving cars are definitely safer. Like, self-driving cars can text and drive at the same time, you know? Um, but it does sort of, it does bring into that, it's it's really interesting because it came into, it sort of ties in with that, uh, the trolley problem, which is a big, philosoph- like, it's a thought experiment in the, that's very popular within philosophy circles and stuff, like, whether you, I think the original thing is, um, you know, there's a trolley on a track, and it's about to hit either, um, like it's, it's going to hit either a group of people or one, you know, person. So hang on, I've just got to pause here cause I've got to um, blow my nose. Oh, and we're back. Um, so apologies for that. <laughs> so what was I talking about? The trolley problem. So, uh, it's a, it's a popular uh, thought experiment in philosophical circles where, um, you know, you've got a trolley on a track and it's either going to hit, I think a group of children or something or a doctor. I might've made that bit up about the type of people that it's going to hit, but basically it's whether you sacrifice a group of people to save one person or you kill that one person to save a group of people or whatever. So like it, when it comes to self-driving cars, you know, like what are your programmer to do? Like if it's going to if there's no way to stop it before it hits either a group of people or one person, you know, does the car go for that one person or does it go for the group of people? Which is really, like, I, I just think uh, that's, that's really interesting. Um, but eventually I think we're going to get to the point where um, most people, because it'll be a transitioning sort of phase where you need that, programmed into it whether or not it hits like the group of school children or the doctor um but eventually i think it's going to get good enough to you know it's going to be able to before it hits them it'll scan their faces um and then it'll go to the big global database um and then it'll look quickly look it up like who's this person what has he done in life oh he's a he's a uh he's a kitty toucher let's hit him instead of the group of um you know the fucking mariachi band or whatever so I think it's really interesting. Um, but, you know, there's a lot of people that just aren't... Like, some people are so scared of technology. And, you know... <laughs> I mean, this this podcast is called Death by Internet, so I guess I am as well. But, uh, it, like, it's just... It doesn't make any sense to me why why you'd be against self-driving cars. Like, what, like I get... Like, there's a lot of, also a lot of people that, like... I, maybe it's just because I'm not into cars. Like, I, I couldn't give a fuck about cars. Like, would you, like awesome. Nice Commodore, mate. Um... But like, and people, and I do enjoy driving, right? 
but I would, if given the choice, I wouldn't, you know, I'd rather just, I could, if I didn't have to drive to work every day, I'd still get in the car and let the car drive and everything, but you know, I'd just sit there, I'd, you know, listen to podcasts, I'd get some work done, I'd probably record a podcast, um, you know, jerk off, whatever, What if like you didn't have to control the car, you could do so, like that's so much time saved, I could like, you know, still live in a cheaper area, um, you know, and do some work on the way there, it's like catching a train, you know, but um, you know, but you don't have to sit next to the um, the guy with the beard that smells like uh, vomit. Uh, so, which is you know my experience uh, on the V line train usually. Um, so you know, like, I don't understand why people and and they are safer because like if you have a bunch of you know self driving cars, all those cars are going to be talking to each other. You know, they're going to know exactly what's on the road. Um. And, you know, and uh, do you know what, you know what I reckon though? I reckon if the people that do program these self-driving cars, they're still gonna, they're still gonna hate, like, uh, regardless of how far the technology goes, people are still gonna hate the cyclists. (laughs) It's just this, it's just a thing, that thing, that's gonna go on, that's gonna go on forever. That's gonna be like a universal thing that's just, like, even uh, when it gets to the point where, you know, the AI is smart enough, like, you can talk to the car, like, there's no way to discern between a, uh, a human being and a car, both the human beings and cars are going to be like, fucking cyclists, get off the fucking road, the cars are, the roads are meant for cars, you can't, get off the road, go ride your bike on the BMX track, you dickhead, um, because, uh, that's how people talk about cyclists, right, um, but, you know, that being said, um, yeah, I'll, like, I can't wait, I can't wait for self-driving cars, like, I'm driving a 2010 Corolla at the moment, so, and, you know, I don't make any money, so it's going to be a pretty, a pretty long time before I get into one of those things, but, but I think by the time I get my own self-driving car, but by the time I can afford a Tesla, um, you know, which will be before I can afford a house, um, you know, I'll, I'll probably be at the age where I can't drive anyway, I'll probably be about 80, um, and, but, and when you're pushing 80 at 70, whatever, you shouldn't be driving. Like I, whenever I see a fucking 70 year old behind the wheel, I'm fucking terrified because you, know, you just don't know. Cause you're at a higher risk, you know, at any point you can collapse, you know, heart gives out and then you've just got some old dead corpse driving a car on the highway at 110 kilometers. It's scary, man. But yeah, I don't know. I'm talking a lot of shit, and uh, I think <laughs> I think that's I think that's about it. Um, so that 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 brings us to the end of this episode. Uh, so thanks thanks for listening. Um, if you like the show, fuck. Um, you know, if you're listening on iTunes, leave a review on iTunes. That usually puts it up a bit, exposes more people to it. Um, you know, follow me on Instagram or Twitter or whatever, you know, give me some feedback, message me, tell me I suck, tell me the podcast is awesome, uh, but, you know, if it sucks, tell me it sucks, you know, um, I don't want false modesty, and look, I know it sucks, right, but we're learning, all right, eventually I will get guests, I won't have to talk to myself all the time, and it won't be so weird, um, and then I can, uh, I won't have to address, and, oh, by the way, if, like, because there has been a big sort of lift in, uh, listenership since I put this on Facebook, and I, I assume that means, and I've gotten a lot of messages from people that I do, um, know, that have told, like, given me feedback on the show and stuff, so I do know that there are a lot more people in my life that have started listening to it, or listen to it and stuff, um, let's not talk about it in person as much, uh, because it's really weird, um, so if you see me, you know, 
you can bring it up, but oh, I'm going to be uncomfortable. <laughs> it is, uh, it's just, it's weird that I do this. Um, and you might not find it that weird, but I do. And, uh, let's just be nicer to each other, you know? Um, so, you know, re- leave a review on iTunes, blah, blah, blah. Um, you know, go see some shows at the comedy festival. Actually, I'll pause here and I'll plug some shows that I'm going to go see. All right. Uh, so the shows that I'm going to go see, uh, I'm going to go see Will Anderson, Will Eagle. Uh, you probably don't need uh, me to plug that for you because everyone kind of knows who kind of knows who Will Anderson is. Uh, I'm going to go see Gavin Semple. Uh, he's the one that got through to the national final. He's a gippy boy. He's really funny, um, and he works very hard, so he deserves uh, a sellout shows. Um, I'm also going to go see David McDonald. Uh, he's a good comedian. Uh, go see. Um, uh, fuck, I, I didn't really prepare for this at all, did I? Uh, Joseph Green, Jacqueline Mifsud, uh, Breast of the Fest. There's heaps of, there's so many good shows that are on at the moment. Um, there's something for everyone, isn't there? Um, and you know, all these comedians and stuff, they work really hard to give, like, put on a good show, um, and, and all that sort of shit. So go support some, uh, local comedians and stuff. Go see some international acts and, uh, just so we can keep doing this and, Look, it's a really, it's a really fun time of the year. Um, I'm not doing anything during the festival, so if you want uh, to come with me to go see some stuff, let's go see some stuff together. Um, you know, I'm gonna go see as many as I possibly can, um, and hopefully that'll give me enough to uh, sort. Hopefully, do a show next year or something. Like, I want to try and get a show going next year. I'll get you know 20 minutes together. Hopefully, by then I'll have 20 minutes of material. Uh, which you know. Fair enough. I do 40 minutes on a podcast every two weeks, so surely I could get, you know, 20 minutes of um, decent comedy material. Probably not. We'll see. Um, and then uh, and that's it. So thanks for listening. See you later, cunts. Bye.